was the chief culprit, of course, but surely some other member of the family could have saved him from such dire humiliation. Yes, Paddy replied with sympathy, but you took it off in church, so you did, and that was the most important part of today. It's all over now, but you need never wear the thing again. The little lad almost growled. On a lot of the photos... I kept taking it off like, but people were always shoving it back on me head. Why won't people leave people alone, Gran? All me life, I'll be the lad in the hat. Mum will show loads of photos round the prefabs when I'm older. I look dead soft in that white satin thing. You'll live it down. And the prefabs will be gone once our houses are rebuilt, so no bother. Away inside and tell your mummy that your sister is now Nicholas. The lad scratched his head. Then the penny dropped. Aha! Nicholas! That's the chap. He turned to walk away, still muttering under his breath about daft hats and frilly knickers. His own blood relative had forced him to dress up like something out of a pantomime. Liking Reen after this terrible day was going to take a degree of effort. He should have lost the blooming hat, should have put it where it might have been trampled underfoot till it fell apart. In fact, if he'd pinched a box of matches, he could have cremated the bloody thing. Seamus! He was a beautiful child, from a beautiful family, and Paddy was prejudiced, of course. But, oh, he was gorgeous, and no mistake. Blue eyes, blonde hair, good Irish skin. What? You'll be grand, so. I'll see can I arrange the wedding album with as few photos of your daft hat as I can manage. Just leave it all to me. I'll sort it as best I can, I promise. Thanks, Gran. He studied her for a few seconds. Patricia Maria Conchita Sabando Riley O'Neill owned Scouse Alley. She also appeared to own the supposedly temporary Stanley Square and all who lived there, though some people railed against her air of authority. The green rectangle, bordered by a tarmac path and twelve prefabricated bungalows, had been organised by the borough to house some of Bootle's many displaced families. Did I grow a second head? she asked. You're staring at me like I came down in one of those sorts of things. Seamus grinned. He was proud of his grandmother. Paddy O'Neill held her drink as well as any man, and she was an excellent doorman. She could spot a gate-crusher from twenty paces and had been known to lift two at a time towards the exit. "'You make everything right, Gran,' he told her. She was his star, his saint, his everything. Paddy placed the whistle in a pocket. After patting her grandson on his brill-creamed head, she walked towards the storage shed. Although this structure was made of thick metal, she could hear them, and they were at it like rabbits. Maureen! she yelled, heavy emphasis on the second syllable. Get yourself out here this minute, if not sooner! There were two Maureens, and this one was usually named Reen. Both Maureens were Metallius Troublesome, and the younger one would know she was in the doghouse because she'd been given her full title on this occasion. The sudden silence was deafening. I have your knickers, madam. When the creature you married went under the top table, he was after more than the dropped spoon, so he was. You are a disgrace to your family. 
No need for you to laugh at my Irish speak, Jimmy Irons. The day I start losing my accent is the same day I'll start being a bit dead. She waited. Right, now. Will I blow this whistle and get you a bigger audience? The door opened. A dishevelled bride did her best to conceal the groom, who was having trouble with his drainpipe trousers. Paddy wondered how he might feel in years to come when children looked at the wedding album. The photographs would be black and white, but the long line, velvet-collared coat, the D.A. hair with the heavy quiff at the front, shoes with two-inch crepe soles, black string tie, these could all become talking points. As for Reen, well... Gran! What? The bride swallowed. Can you sneak us in the back way so we can have a bit of a wash in the toilets? A bit of a wash! Paddy looked her